0: 2021 is here, and we are back in the loft on a gorgeous, sunny afternoon. At least that's when we're recording. And sun, in, sun in January is awesome.
1: Yes, it is.
0: It looks warm out there. but Makes it's, it a happy day. Yeah. It's actually cold, but it looks warm.
1: <laughs> we can pretend. Yeah. We can sit inside, look at the sun, and pretend that it's warm outside.
0: Well, it, it will be for long.
1: Doesn't it really some kind of chemical in your brain? The sun yep, makes you happy.
0: Vitamin D as well. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Vitamin D from the sun.
0: It's good for you. It's Very all good. good
1: for you. You know, I heard somebody say on like one of those discovery channel shows or something that people in part of the world that's really cold, they in the wintertime when it's freezing outside, they still go outside just as much as they do in the summertime but they just put on lots of clothes, but they stay healthier and they say that it's better for your um, physical health and your mental health if you still go outside even when it's cold. And they said there's no such thing as a bad day to go outside. There's just such thing as bad clothes because you don't have warm enough clothes. Yeah. So I think we should all go outside.
0: Cold must be good for us or God wouldn't have made cold. Yeah. There must be a reason.
1: (laughs) That's true. (laughs)
0: And athletes get in an ice bath after, you know, workouts yeah. and all, all like that. So, really, sometimes it's just about we don't like to do what's not comfortable. There are I know people that that's the truth would rather get in an ice bath than have a hot sunny day.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: because they don't like oh, the heat
1: because they're hot natured. Yeah. Well, I mean, and
0: and so you know, everybody has their own opinions.
1: True. True. My mom loves the wind winter weather like she likes the cold mm-hmm.
0: yep well it is january and that's supposed to happen that's true so we're back it's been uh we had a good christmas we did we, we had, had a, a great good christmas new year and it's 2021 and so, so you know we weird. can we can come up with all the um sayings and rhymes and things that get us started for a new year but i think everybody's past all that I think so, too. I don't think we want to hear, we're going to run in 2021, (laughs) Uh, having fun in 2021.
1: Well, I like that one.
0: I mean, we like the statements, (laughs) but it doesn't, you know, you have to do more than just come up with a nice little slogan. There's a a definite, um, what's the word? A definite responsibility to do something more than just, uh, here's a new year, new resolution. Right. I'm going to work out every day and that lasts for a day Mm -hmm. or I'm going to eat better. And that lasts until you see your favorite dessert
1: (laughs) that lasts until it doesn't last anymore. Yeah.
0: So new season, but now let's talk about the importance of getting beyond the new, you know, excitement of the, of January 1st, new year's fireworks and celebrations. Let's get beyond that. Let's talk about what can we actually do to make, it a new season because just because december 31st turns to january 1st doesn't really mean anything changes if unless you're looking at a calendar or watching the news or looking at your watch or whatever it right. just feels it's just another day like our our dog toby he's sitting here in the room with us right now and december 31st ended january 1 came and to toby it's just a different day
1: just a different day right? he doesn't know
0: cuz everything looks the same Everything, you know, the weather's basically the same. The uh, Everything in the world is the same. This stupid virus didn't stop just because it was a new year. Um, so it, it's up to us to do something different. Yeah. It's up to us to decide, okay, if it's a new year, then I'm going to do something new. Right. If we do the old stuff in a new season, it's just a continuation of the old season.
1: Yes, and I think it's so important to... Move yourself into a new season and it takes intentionality, which I always say, is that a word? But I think it is. But anyway, you have to do it with purpose, with intention and with willingness to change something. Because what is it you always say to do the same thing over and over and expect a different result is insanity. Insanity. (laughs) And if if people haven't figured it out by now that God is requiring us. Right in this season to change some things, to get the idols out of our lives, to um, not be lethargic, passive Christians. You know, if, if we haven't woke woke up to that yet, then something's terribly wrong. And, um, you know, every new year, I love a new year because, you know, some people are like, I hate new year's resolutions because they never work and this, that, and they, and not all of them do. And they don't, all bring like this major change, but I just think that in the new year for me, I take that time to examine my life, examine how I think about things, my health. Like, am I eating right? Am I am I doing what's right for my body, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Am I nurturing my relationships like I should? Am I you know do I need to get rid of some relationships? You know, the all of those kind of things. The I try to think of the whole man, spirit, soul, and body and say, what can I do? Even little changes make such a big difference. You know, if we can just grab onto one little change, I think it just, it just, at the new year, it gives me like this new burst of energy and new, um, I don't know, feeling like I can do this. I can, I can change something. I can better something because we always want to be moving forward if i mean if we're not moving forward we're moving backward and so nobody wants to do that that's right we should always learn we should always keep our brains um active by learning something new doing something we've never done before i don't care if you're 90 you, can, right. you can learn something new
0: and challenging yourself to think differently absolutely not changing so your it. core beliefs don't we don't ever want to think differently than what the Word says. The Word's the same yesterday, today, and forever.
1: But not, sometimes we think we're thinking like the Word, and we're really not if we get in and actually read it. That's right. You know right. what I'm saying? That's right. Um, Got to correct some things. Yeah, and and,
0: fi- and letting the Lord lead us on where we need to change our thinking.
1: That's the key right there. You know, may- maybe, yes.
0: maybe you've, maybe, I'll just pick on us, but maybe we think we've been praying enough, but we haven't. Sure. The reason why we, the reason why we, any of us become comfortable with our behavior is because we think it's okay. Mm-hmm. And there's this term that I hear in churches and on the street and in on TV shows, where there's a constant. Um, people respond and they respond like this to a lot of of situations. Well, I feel like, right? I feel uh, like
1: you hate it when people say that. All I the hate
0: time. that. <laughs> you don't get to feel like. You know what? I feel like uh, maybe you know just retiring right now but
1: me too that's not just going to work
0: <laughs> I, right. ma- maybe i feel like uh it being just 90 degrees outside and let's go play on the lake all day yeah you don't just get to feel like what you want to feel like and that becomes reality yes and so when it comes to the scriptures we don't get to just feel like what we think the word is saying we have to The Bible says, try the spirits. We have to discern the word. We have to line up the scripture with the scripture. And when we let this guide us, it leads us into thinking correctly, getting rid of some old stinking thinking and leaving that stuff in the past Yes, and just going, you know, this is what I want to do in 2021. I just want to go over the edge with God. That's so good. I just want to go, uh, you know what? I've I've stood on the edge long enough. I've I've you know just watched and heard so many great things in the past. Experienced so many great things in the past, but I you know yes. I want to go where we never. There's been. so much more. There's let's let let's always just. More. And it's going to be an adventure. I'm with and, you on and that. And who I love that. Who knows what God has in store? But we have to be like, you know, we got to get out of the boat and start walking on the water. We have to be like Peter when yeah. he didn't know what f- walking on the water felt like. Right, Peter didn't he had look. He Never
1: practiced that before. No, Peter didn't look out that's there and something say. To think about right there. That's
0: right. You, you, ha- he did something you would never done. Right, and yeah. he didn't. He did not go. You know what? I feel like I can walk on water. <laughs> no, he yeah. just felt like it was unsafe in the boat.
1: <laughs> that's good. That's
0: what he felt. Well, that's
1: good, right there. You can preach right there.
0: And in in that time of it's God or nothing, you'll, you you know, you'll either make the right decision or the wrong decision. And thank God he listened to what um, his spirit man was telling him instead of what his flesh was telling him. We got to get beyond what, what feels, what we feel in our flesh. Yes. I don't, you know, (laughs) a lot of times we don't feel like going to work or or anything. We, we got to do it.
1: The thing about the word of God and what it says and tells us to do is we don't, do that according to feelings. We do that according to obedience, right? Because I always say, you know, when I'm teaching on forgiveness or whatever, um, you don't always feel like forgiving. A lot of times, most of the time, we don't feel like forgiving b- someone, you know. But right. because we are obedient to the Word of God, we obey Him. And and I've told people before, I just pray and say, God, I, I mean, I'm just honest with the Lord because He knows what's in my heart anyway. And I just say, God, I don't feel like forgiving them. My feelings aren't there, but my obedience to you is. And so I'm just going to say right now as an act of faith and obedience that I forgive them. I forgive them. I forgive them. And I will just repeat it over and over for a few days. And what my experience is, is eventually if you make the choice to obey and do what God's word says without feeling like it, eventually your feelings will line up with your obedience. That's right. And you will be able to say with um an honest um feeling in your heart, I do forgive them. I do. You know, because God's just looking for obedience. His his word says that obedience is better than sacrifice. And I also want to plug in here and say, you know, I'm I'm a worship leader at our church and praise and worship is obedience to God. You know, he says we bring the sacrifice of praise. And I've heard people say before, well I'm not gonna just fake it and praise the Lord and lift my hands and sing and shout and clap and whatever, because if I don't feel like it, because that would be hypocritical. Well, that's not true, because the Bible has already said, shout unto God with the voice of triumph, dance for joy, lift up your hands in the sanctuary. He's already told us all of these, these things, sing praises. He didn't say if you when you feel like it when you feel the spirit move you when you feel your emotions line up no he said do it and so you just do it because the word says to do it and then guess what lines up your feelings your emotions and your will line up when you just choose to obey it's a choice
0: to worship god when you don't feel like it i would say is more real worship than worshiping when you do feel like it.
1: One hundred percent.
0: Because to worship God when I don't feel like it, that's when it's a sacrifice. Yes. And the words talks about bringing a sacrifice of praise. And and I I wondered as a I remember as a teenager thinking through that because I would think you know, Lord it it's not a it's not a sacrifice to praise you. I want to praise you. I love to mm-hmm. praise yes. you. And and I you know that's an honor that we have but then you know when you're a teenager and and I went through a time in my life when I was a teenager that um you know I I didn't have any peace or rest in my mind and I I had to get real close to God to overcome some things and battle through some battles of the mind that yeah. my my dad and my grandmother helped me get through and it got to a place where praise was the praise was like the only thing that would give my mind any rest
1: mm, that's so good
0: and and it you know it was a generational thing of it's there have been people in my family that have dealt with that this before I overcame it and it stopped and' I'm, that's a different story altogether maybe a different podcast yeah but I would think through that scripture and think or what's a sacrifice of praise mm-hmm. because it's not a sacrifice this is like that's like saying I want to sacrifice and go eat a, a fillet mignon at my favorite restaurant that's not a sacrifice yeah. and so when I get you know as i you know, got older and and, and cares of life and responsibilities of life get greater, you know, in being married and having children and paying bills and, and and um you know pastoring and evangelizing and preaching and all doing all the things that that you do as you as part that becomes part of being an adult. Then I understood the sacrifice of praise. Okay. Because now there are more pressures. There's more there's things that I, you know, that it's just life that we all have to deal with
1: and things that just occupy your mind yeah
0: and those things are not wrong. It's just we you know we have to do these things uh, And so then now I understand uh, I began to understand that term how is praise a sacrifice mm-hmm. Praise becomes a sacrifice when it's not what I feel like doing right but I'll do it anyway. Yeah. That's not fake. that's yeah, actually that's right. more real that's right what speaks to God more? Than to say, Lord, I'll put you above how I'm going to solve this problem. I'll put yes, you above trying so to fix the, the battles of my mind right now. I'll put you above uh, you know, the, the things that are, are the biggest mountains in my life, and I'll just praise you instead. Right. That's real praise. And putting and,
1: him above what is actually taking place right at that moment. Exactly. It might be and, the worst thing in the world.
0: And that is real praise because it's not what I feel like. It's what I know I have to do. And there's this battle and this war between the spirit and the flesh. And the truth is this. If you're saved and you're serving God, your spirit does want to praise. But your flesh is the house you live in, and it does not want to praise. And so it becomes a battle of overcoming the flesh and saying, okay, if I just go by what I feel like, it's going to lead me down a path of less praise, less commitment to God, less prayer, less time in his presence. Mm-hmm. And the more you go down that path, your feelings will lead you the wrong way.
1: That is the truth. And feelings, don't you think, become an idol? Absolutely. I mean, because it, it
0: becomes before God. It's what I yes, want more than what God anything
1: wants. Anything that you put before the Lord. And I, I can, you know, you're talking about praising right in the middle of the worst situations. Um, I can remember, you know, in my life, when my brother passed away and I, I remember being on stage leading worship and I could hardly, you know, get a, a song out because I can't, I can't talk nor can I sing when I'm crying, (laughs) Yeah, but with tears, like I can't sing when I'm
0: not crying (laughs) or when I'm crying.
1: Well, with tears dripping down my face and my neck, you know, I was giving God the biggest praise I could ever give him. Right. And same with, you know, I've lost, very close people to me along the way. And with everyone, it was like, I couldn't wait to get into praise because I knew that even when I was praising him in, in the pain of losing someone so close that that was my victory. And that was how the Lord was bringing, um, healing and bringing a way to get through that without, you know, going into all of the things that the devil wants you to fall into, depression and anxiety and all that mess. And when after my brother died, specifically just like a month or so afterwards, I was missing him so much. And the Lord showed me that that was the one thing that I could still do with him because he was in heaven praising the Lord day and night. And when I praised the Lord, that we were doing that together. That's good, And that was the one thing that I could still actively do with my brother because we were both doing that. And that, to me, was like, oh, that meant everything in the world. Right. You know, and I was like, that was just such a wonderful revelation yes. of praise.
0: Yes. Well, we are um, we are facing a year where we better know how to, do, to get beyond our feelings. Right. And to get into the presence of God. Yes. There, there's nothing like his presence.
1: Nothing like it.
0: And to face the uncertainty of this year and whatever is going to happen in every realm, in the political world, in the, in the, um, in school and, schools, church and- churches, um, every world you can look at. To face the uncertainty and not have the presence of God is a scary, scary thought. Yes, it is. Talk about a bad feeling. That's a bad feeling. That's a bad feeling. But to have his presence is to say, is not to say, but it's just to experience a peace that not only do I know everything's going to be all right, I'm going to have a good time. Yes. And to get in his presence, I mean, the Bible says he prepares a feast Mm. in the presence of our, our enemies. enemies. Okay. <laughs> what's what's a feast? Go ahead and look that up. I you, He's saying you're going to have a party. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have a Holy Ghost party in the middle of the most uncertain yes. time of the world and the church that we've ever known.
1: Yep. That's right.
0: So, why do we why do we let feelings lead us into being discouraged? Get rid of those. Get rid of that's your right. feelings. Quit listening to your feelings. And start pursuing the presence of God because nothing nothing's going to feel better than that and there are some good times ahead for the church the greatest revivals and the greatest outpourings that have ever come have come in 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 if you just bring it down to America some of the greatest outpourings that have ever come have come when when wicked and ungodly people were in in power yeah and this isn't a political statement but We are facing a time where the people that it looks like, unless something happens, are going to be taking power, are anti-God, and they're against what we believe, and the very core of the Bible, biblical foundations that we stand on. Yeah, We need the presence of God, Yes, because the presence of God will defend us, will protect us, and will keep us. And so while we're in the presence of those who hate us, and even under authority of those who hate us, we realize that... We have the presence of God. It's going to be all right. In the book of Exodus, chapter 33, and we read about Moses leading the children of Israel out, and there's you know, this whole setup that goes on in, at the beginning of the chapter. But then in verse 14, uh, excuse me, uh, 15, let's go to verse 14. It says, and he said, my presence shall go with thee. This is G- this is God speaking to Moses. Yes. Pastor
1: Moses,
0: (laughs) wow, what what a challenge.
1: Yeah, bless him.
0: (laughs) And he he tells him, my presence shall go with you, and I will give you rest.
1: That's so good.
0: And he responded, and he said unto him, this is important. This needs to be our our cry and our motto for 2021. Moses responds and says, if your presence doesn't go with me, Mm. I don't want to go. Amen. I don't want to go.
1: That's right. Don't want to go without the presence of God. That is...
0: And another version says it this way. It says, um, "If Moses said unto him, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. It basically is saying, if your presence stays here, then I'll stay here.
1: Oh, yeah. Come if on. your
0: presence says move, then I'll move. Then I'll move, yeah. If your presence... Is it out there walking on the water? Then that's where I'm going, mm-hmm. which is which is in the atmosphere of impossibility. So, good. so here we are, 2021, New yeah. Year. I'm not going to be led by what I feel, right? But I'm going to be led by His presence. Yes. Yeah, so good. and if I don't, if my flesh don't feel like it, that's tough.
1: That's right. Get and that flesh under control and those feelings under control.
0: Flesh does not just lead you to sin. Flesh leads you to stay in bed when you need to be in church. Flesh leads Ooh, you to put off on. praying when you need to be praying. Flesh leads you mm-hmm. to, you know, instead of getting in the Word, getting on Facebook and fighting with somebody about something stupid, that's where flesh will lead every
1: one of true. us. True, true.
0: But we've got to overcome the flesh yes. and say, no, I'm going where his presence is.
1: That's right. And I often say, you know, in the wilderness, when Moses was leading the people, the Lord was fire by night and the cloud by day. They saw His presence. They they physically saw, like with their eyeballs, saw the presence of God, and it was their GPS. That's right in those days, it, that's what they followed. That's what they looked for and looked at and they looked for the manifestation of his presence that's what the fire and the cloud were is a manifestation of god's presence that they could actually see that's right and they followed what they saw they saw the presence of the lord so they knew exactly where to go and you know one moment in his presence can change everything
0: change your your destiny eternity Change your everything.
1: Yes, change your your mind. I mean, so many people these days, and I'm talking about Christians. They have such a a battle going on and unrest in their mind, and that is not God's will. No matter what is going on, no matter how many things are going crazy and shaking around you, we are not to be shaken because we are on the solid rock. Right. We stand on the solid rock. We are we are under the shadow of the Almighty. You know We are under his wings, and we trust in that. And so we don't have to be shaken when everything else is shaken. Now, if you're not on the rock, maybe you think you're a Christian and you go to church and you think everything's all right, but you know your foundation's shaking, then you better check your foundation. Right.
0: That's exactly right.
1: Because it may not be the rock. You might be on that shifting sand that the Bible talks about.
0: That's exactly right. And if you can't... If you can't see his presence, yeah. if you can't feel his presence, if his manifestation of his glory isn't there, mm-hmm. we know God's always there because we have a, an under, a relationship with him,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I'm just not interested in just the knowledge no. that he's there. I want the experience.
1: Yes the manifestation
0: the manifestation of his glory there's nothing like it
1: nothing like if
0: it if it if it's a church service mm-hmm. and his his manifest presence isn't there I'm not interested if yeah. it's a if it's a message if it's a song doesn't matter we have to have that presence the same way sometimes you know i've i had someone come to me in the past week i'm just so weak I'm just so, you know, I just keep doing the same things over and over. I don't know why I keep doing it. Well, you need to get in the presence of God. That's right. And the reason we become weak in our flesh, okay, if you've ever fasted or anyone's ever gone a day without eating, your flesh becomes weak. Right. It's the same way with the spirit, man. Why are you weak? Why am I weak? And people come to my office and... I just keep failing. I just keep messing up. I'm so weak. Well, you haven't been feeding your spirit man. Right. And your spirit man's weak because you haven't fed it. Sometimes our flesh gets so, you know, (laughs) fat and happy. (laughs) And our spirit man is some little scrawny, scrawny person under that. Yeah. Our spirit man should be stronger than our flesh. And we know how to, this is the thing, we're supposed to crucify our flesh. That's what the scripture says. But what we often do is we crucify the spirit man.
1: Mm.
0: We starve the spirit man. We don't so we don't spend time taking care of the spirit man. We don't listen to the cravings of our spiritual man and instead we take care of the flesh. Yeah. And then we wonder why why am I so weak and I can't resist, resist temptation and I I make bad decisions and I, I I literally have someone who's come to me in the past week and contacted me wanting counseling because he just can't get himself to go to church. Oh, my. I mean, we're talking the height of weakness. Yeah. I've never had anyone come to me and ask, you know what, I need to eat, but I just can't get myself to go eat. Yeah. No, overcome that feeling and decide I'm going after the presence of God no matter
1: what. And that's what we're talking about, making a conscious decision yes. to do something different, to make something in your life better, your spirit, soul, and body, more in line with what the Word says and more in line with what He wants us to do and crucifying, crucifying the flesh, getting your feelings and your thoughts under this, uh, the rule and reign of God's Word yes. instead of bowing down to the idol of your flesh and your thoughts. Yes. And,
0: and go ahead.
1: I, I was just going to read a scripture. You want to say something else right there?
0: Oh, I'll come back to it. I want to hear what you have to say. I'm curious.
1: Well, Romans 12, two says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And I looked up the word conform. Conform means to comply with laws and things around you to behave according to what is acceptable in society. Yes. How scary is that? Yep. The Bible says not to be conformed, don't comply with and don't behave according to what is accepted socially, but instead be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Transform means to make a thorough, listen to this, a thorough dramatic change. Yeah, That's a big change, yep. thorough, dramatic change. So make a thorough, dramatic change by what? By renewing your mind. Right. Think How so. do we renew our minds? Through the word of God. You have to get in the word. You know, there are a lot of people saying they're preaching the word and they are no more preaching the word than the man in the moon. Yep. They're putting their spin on it. And you don't realize that because they can put it in such a way that it sounds really appetizing, but you don't realize that and you can't figure that out unless you are in the word. You have to read your Bible. You have to put put time, spend time and effort and meditate on the word and let the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you and be transformed, make a thorough, dramatic change so that you can prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Right. If you do that, then you prove in your life what is the perfect will of God yep. for your life, for your family, for your um, decisions that you're making. And if, you, if we, in this day and time, we cannot depend on anyone else, not anything on TV, not anything on Facebook, to uh, make up our minds about things. And we can't allow any other voice, any other chatter to mold us and to guide us and to lead us. It has to be the Spirit of God. And for us to be able to hear Him clearly in our spirits, we have to change these things and strip off all the idols and all of the things that we've been putting before Him.
0: That's exactly right. So um, that leads perfectly into where I was going to go, how we can do it, How, how... I know we've given all these instructions, um, and now the question is, can you do it? Can I do it? Can we do it? Yes. And back in Exodus 33, it says in, in verse 13, Now therefore I pray thee, if I found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I may find grace in your sight, and consider that this nation is your people. And then in verse 14 is where he says, my presence shall go with thee. And then you read down into verse 16. For for wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight. There's a grace to do this.
1: That's so good.
0: We're not facing the uncertainties and the questions that we face Mm -hmm. without the answer. Amen. The the grace is not a license to do what you want to do. No. It's not a license to fail and God will forgive me before I do it or any stupid thinking like that. The no. grace is to face the giant and know God gave me the ability to do this. I that's, that's so can good. do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I have the grace. I've been equipped
1: Fully equipped. That's the word I was thinking. Yes. You are equipped for this moment.
0: Yes. Saul's armor is not going to work. No. Nope. I think the church has, um, in general, the church, the the modern day church has tried to fight the giant in Saul's armor and doesn't work. That's true. Doesn't work. And uh, David had to say, you know, thanks, but no thanks. I, yeah. I, I don't, all this is going to do is restrict me. Mm-hmm and I'm not going to be free to do what I need to do. Yeah. And he knew that God was with him, and he had the grace of God upon him. And just like Noah found grace, and just like David had the grace to do it, we are going to do it. This is what real grace is. We are going to overcome. We're about to see the greatest outpouring of his glory. We're about to see the greatest manifestation Mm -hmm. of his presence. We're about to see God show up. And what's going to be awesome is they're going to say, only God did this. Only God. And the church right. is going to be elevated, and the kingdom of God is going to win.
1: Amen. We're going to win. We already have.
0: We don't need a poll to tell right. us that. We don't, we don't need the media <laughs> to tell us that. Wow. We win. Why? Because we're, in, we, we're going after his presence, and we are called in this moment to succeed. Yes.
1: yes. Amen.
0: So All right. Good. Well, we're going to have to get out of here. I think uh, that was fun. I think that, I think I'll go back and listen to this again. That's a good Me podcast.
1: Too. I feel encouraged. Yes. Absolutely. Why don't you Why don't you um, pray over the people right now?
0: Let's do that, Father. In the name of Jesus, Jesus. Lord, I just pray now that as your people that, have, that hear this, whether it be in today or whether it be sometime in the future, that someone finds this podcast, let the presence of God come, yes, Jesus, as they listen. Let the grace to know they can make it and will. Mm-hmm. Let the boldness come to push through the feelings of the flesh yes. and go after you, Lord, with everything. And be be ready to jump off the edge with you and say, Lord, it's it's either you or nothing. I'm either going to sink or I'm going to or I'm going to walk on the water. Yes. So you, oh. Lord. And your presence is all we need. I pray now, Lord, that as your people, Lord, hear this, they would be touched by your glory and there would be an appetite like they've never had to go after you and your presence and that 2021 and whatever year that people face when they hear this will be the greatest years because we have a grace to make it and succeed. We're not just gonna survive, but we're gonna thrive and we give you all. All the glory in Jesus' name.
1: Yes, Lord.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, sounds good. I think we're going to go uh, maybe do, go, go take a break, maybe do another one soon. Um, whether it's in the next day, a few days, we'll be coming back at you. 2021, we're back in business, and we hope you have enjoyed In the Loft with Jonathan and Kelly.
1: See ya.